0: Oh, hello there. I didn't see you standing there, staring at me, watching me. Come on in. Take a seat. Don't be shy. I'll be quite gentle. Hello, and welcome to the show. Now, this feels different. I'm sure sounds different. Well, that's because this week is different. You see, the boys and I are busy right now getting together a lot of content for a wet, juicy, thick, meaty, satisfying summer of nothing good. And what that means, essentially, is that we could not get all of the ducks in a row together to get something new for this week. We're focusing on the big summer coming up. Now, what that might mean typically is Master Fat Theater. But due to some of you filing, unknown court injunctions that allege all kinds of things. I can't do that right now. Soon, but not right now. So we're going to do something a little different. We're going to do the first ever best of nothing good. We're going to take you through some of the early days of the show. Some of those moments that make the show, well, what kind of disaster it ends up being anyway. So sit back, relax, because I Your most moist host. I'm going to lead you through this. The best of nothing good. Volume 1. This week. On nothing good. See, that wasn't so bad. All you had to do was lie there and take it. Well, welcome to the show. So like I said in the magnanimous intro, we're going to take you through some of the early episodes of the show, some of those key moments, and we're going to start this off. First of all, how are you? I don't care. We're going to start the show off by going back all the way back to the masters of the universe where Doc and I begin to explain some of the special effects present in in this most amazing cult
1: classic film,
0: let's tune in.
1: So, they <laughs> can't they go in there's like there's so many jokes in this movie that aren't actual jokes, but no. I feel like people who are our age taking their kids to see this movie in '87 had to be like, What the fuck? There's like a point they go up to the sorceress, and He Man's like, There she is! They run up to free her. She goes, No, He Man, you can't penetrate this force field, it's a goddamn strobe light. <laughs> I know. <got> <laughs> I said i wrote like, it's a goddamn i, no, I have it, I
0: have it in my note. Somebody left their turn signal on. <laughs>
1: I'm like, <laughs> well, you can't... I mean, it's a strobe light, so I guess that's a no. So yeah. here's the other thing about the, the cosmic key that we learn. Every time one is used, you get... Like, the other one can kind of catch the coordinates. Mm-hmm. They know when one's being used and the other one's, you know... To
0: so, a general point. Yeah,
1: so... Yeah. Skeletor finds out obviously that you know they're trying to free the sorceress they they crash the party and they gotta get out of Dodge which is just to kind of hop in
0: here uh, uh, one of the many 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 fucking plot points and holes in this movie (laughs) that I have a problem with Uh is that literally five minutes before this Skeletor arrives, and he's standing triumphant in the throne room. Like, I've beaten you. I'm getting stronger. While you get weaker. Yes. Bring me He-Man. He wants he to kneel. He to has point. to kneel. There's a whole subplot about really Dolph Lundgren being on his knees in front of Skeletor. He really has to kneel. It's, listen. For whatever a few reason. moments in this movie, and I mean this as positively as I can speak. This, there's some gay shit in this movie, Okay. And, th- but one of the indirect ones is he's really got a big thing for He Man being kneeling down kneeling. in front of him. And,
1: you know what? Hey, Matt, Skeletor, that. you get your feet on. He Man wants two things.
0: He wants him to do it willingly, which means he requires consent.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, he, uh, <laughs> he's he, not, he's he wants a, two things He Man to kneel and the power of the universe. <laughs> that's all. But you know what? That's all. I mean, really, he does get half of that. He, he does. You know?
0: Um, he—he oh, he just wants He-Man to get on his knees, give in to him, and look him in dead in the eyes and say that I give myself to you. <laughs> Which literally is what he asks for, I think, almost verbatim. O- almost, almost. Later in the movie, but anyway. Yeah. So, but my, my big plot point is the Skeletor's like, I am going to do this by the time of the next moonrise, rise, the power, and yeah. then he's in that throne. Then we cut the He-Man nipple shots. Uh, the another only fifteen percent of exposition left in this movie is him explaining the cashmere key, and I did it, and all this whole thing, and this lady requested this from me. Uh, which we only have like but. Ten more seconds of exposition left in this entire damn thing. When they when they jump there, Skeletor has gone. He do like, take he's a like, piss. He's like, you know what? <laughs> Anyone want a sandwich? I can go for <laughs> so a sandwich. Jimmy John's down the road. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Face. I, I, I guess some chips. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, Sorceress, do you, Sorceress, do you have any chips? Because like, <laughs> 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 he's a skeleton,
1: he have
0: any yeah, fucking Yeah. Well, ha. <laughs> But he, so he dips the, fu- not only does he dip out, but he's like, you know what? She's not going anywhere. Let's yeah, all, they just leave her there, let's alone, let's alone. Let's all go have With some. strobe light. Let's all go have some, <laughs> some, some, I don't know, let's go bring her fridge. You know what would we really, <laughs> piss her off? Let's, let's all go through her shit, come on. And leave the fridge door open. Yeah, let's go, let's, let's go mess her shit up. Like, let's go get out of here. They are, so the entire Skeletor's defense force just bails out of this room when He-Man decides to jump through a portal.
1: <laughs> yes. It was like, well, a bit said that, and he knew Skeletor well. Yes. He knew he would leave her defenseless, except for the strobe lamp. But they do
0: they do kind of give you that line where he's like, good things come to those who wait. Yes. And it's like, but really, though, you you pulled everybody out of that room. Of course, then again, a, a recurring film I, theme in this movie is that He-Man and his
1: friends are fucking stupid. <laughs> no one in this movie is really particularly smart.
0: There's one person in this entire movie. That's smart, and I'll tell you who it is when we get there, all right? Okay. All right, I'll tell you who it is when we get there. But, yeah, no, He-Man especially is fucking stupid. Yeah. He's like, oh, shit, they're gone. All right. Let's just fucking bail her out. Judy Dench, I'm going to free you. And she's like, you can't. There's a strobe light. There's a strobe light. Someone left a 10 signal on. <laughs> I can't get out. You can't but you the must survive this still time.
1: So uh, they, they they get out of Dodge, and Gwildor, poor Gwildor, is, like, put under the gun to, like, type in some sort of code, some sort of, you know, yeah. sequence. And he's doing so, and he's drunkly doing—I'm convinced Gwildor's drunk the entire movie. Uh, I think I think he's, like, he's high. I think he's
0: I got glue. He's, like, stiff and glue. Because he's all—you so, see
1: how he's, like, like on the key? Like, you see his fingers? He's all, they're all over the place. The he can't know what he's actually yeah, I doing. Mean,
0: I, I mean, so basically— to kind of in Here is this thing That looks like a gauntlet By the way This is That was one of the things I apparently In my mind Have remembered The cosmic key Many years over my life But without being able To remember Where do I know That thing from Or what the hell is it And then as soon As I saw it yesterday I was like Oh shit! That's what that is, and mm-hmm. I'm, I swear to you, at least twenty times in my life, I've thought of this, and I had no idea what it was for. <laughs> and uh, but he st- he invents a machine that requires musical notes to travel through time and yeah. space, uh, and he Call just starts us. punching this thing. Yeah, he's like fucking fist no, I mean, Like what the fuck? Like you made this thing? How, come on, you made this thing. Did you, you literally
1: made this, this thing. thing. Did he, did he though? <laughs> was he squatting in that hut? Did he just make shit up? <laughs> I did this. He's like, I made this.
0: There's no way I just randomly found this,
1: like
2: at
0: all. Not at all. Why would you ask such a question? Anyway,
1: yeah, that's yeah, basically how it goes. I swear. To I'm sitting there, well, like, I just, I can't. I know it's the movie's gonna movie, and I get it. But realistically, if I'm He Man, I'm looking at him, going, "The fuck are you doing over there?" Like, dude, you just said. Literally
0: two minutes ago that you made this thing, and you're like, but I've forgotten how it works. There's infinite combinations. <laughs> like you, but didn't you l- literally figure one out to be able to show Meg Foster how to work it? <laughs> but yes, of course. And you lost it now?
1: <laughs> Why, yes, of course. <laughs> yes, of course. Are you high? Why, yes, of course. <laughs> so
2: yes.
1: there's...
0: There's there's two there's two other things to hop in here that I have yes. I have notes of number one so before that to explain is you know this thing they 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 have two versions of this thing you play the musical notes you hop through time uh, Skeletor rolls up in on these guys yeah uh, when they're talking to the sorceress and trying to find a way to free she's like you guys got to bail. Sorceress comes in is a good thing, he's coming to those who wait, armed with a bunch of Black Stormtroopers. The entire production cast of Black Stormtroopers are in this scene. Who are
1: all robots, by the way. Are they? Yeah. So fun fact about this movie, uh, that I oh God, I don't remember exactly the name of the the company. I guess it would just technically be Mattel. Uh, it would be Mattel. Uh yeah. didn't want he meant killing people. That was the true So trick. he kills robots. So all those henchmen are robots.
0: Ah. Ah, okay. Yeah. Nothing gained or lost with that information. Right, precisely. But anyway, Skeletor rolls up in. So now they have to... Uh, they, a firefight starts. Uh, and uh, Skeletor and um, Gryffindor, Clark Griswold, yes. uh, decides that he, uh, they're yelling at him to enter a code to get us out of here. And so he starts punching shit randomly. And at this point, we uh, before I uh, put a pin in this... So, is the bad guy in this movie. You probably got this. I mean, that's what they want us to think. Okay. <laughs> go <laughs> He's on. He's the antagonist. Yes, yes, to yes, he yes, man's protagonist. Yes. But his second in command is Evil-In, mm. played by Meg Foster. Mm. Now, we're going to put a pin in Meg Foster for and go back to that. Will about we? Five seconds. Oh, several pins, specifically the pricks. But we'll get back to it. Wow. All right. Yes, you just. I had
1: just to set that up. Kick
0: that door down.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: But Evelyn comes in, and remember, she's the one who tricked the little guy into, little person into, I mean, worse by clarifying.
1: Okay, go on. Go on. I'm trying to. <laughs> he tricked
0: Grimmendoll that yes. uh that into making the the device in the first place uh, and she at that moment realizes that they have a second one no one knows that they have a second one until they got in until that moment uh in which case that he starts punching shit and randomly <laughs> wildor kills got him yeah <laughs> but i i
2: <laughs>
0: i'm still reeling from that previous comment <laughs> Like, that made it better. (laughs) No, it did not. Uh, But anyway, so but but before we get there, before we get there, last thing before we we jump on the plot point is when He-Man jumps through the portal and they're like, old-ass sorceress, or still, young-ass sorceress. We need to save you. And she's like, no, strobe light, turn signal. You (laughs) can't. You still have time, though. And that's when they hit us with the very first of what will be many Completely unnecessary bullshit units of measurement <laughs> that they that they put. There's like uh, the moon will rise. You still have the first 0.61 minox <laughs> until the moon rises. Minox. We're six parsec ions they, away. Some, there was some solid bullshit. Going on they're back. just like they're like yeah. So if you go 12 millimiles over to a metrotope, then <laughs> if you raise your Quick Meter, 71 flip Pops. what
1: a fuck? What, what's a Quick Meter?
0: I don't even know. A <laughs> Meter is- with a Melatope. Then perhaps you'll arrive at a Parsenec. I don't even know. It's like it's, a, it's it's like someone's like, of all the Star Wars shit that they picked out of Star Wars to put in this movie, grab a Parsec, which is already the wrong uh, <laughs> unit of measurement for the use it was, that they totally retconned in Solo. Yes. Yes, which to me is like the the thing I absolutely remember the most about that movie.
1: There ain't much else to remember.
0: Amelia Clark.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah,
0: moving forward. <laughs> yes. Little did they know, there was no turning back from Amelia Clark. But as we turn back from that clip, we're going to move forward into something with real heart, a movie with incredible amounts of casual racism and heart. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and the scene towards the film's third act, when the turtles are all gathered around the dusty old farmhouse, unsure about the fate of Master Splinter, their very own brother, and really, the human soul.
1: So, um, I really like that that whole you know it was like maybe like ten minutes of the movie. Uh, it felt like longer. It does because it's so slow. The move the whole rest of the movie moves fast. Yeah, it's the only part of the movie that the just slows yeah. down. You get to see. Casey and April be awkward with each other. Um uh yeah, you'd you'd call that awkward? Oh yeah. I'd say
0: shirtless sleeve Joe Rogan dude <laughs> is coming on real strong and she is flat out turning him down. Yeah. And she'll without any real indication, she's just down She just She's just down for it. Well, he's, the, he's like, hey, you wanna fuck? And she's like, ew, no. And she he's like, hey, but how about this? I mean, this apple real weird, like, you wanna fuck she's like, No, we got a dying teenager in a bathtub <laughs> we have upstairs. A dying mutant teenager. And nobody's handling this right. And you want you think that apple's gonna do it for me? He's like, Yeah, she's like, No. And then randomly on the porch, he's like, Hey, she's like, Now's the time. Well, it's been yeah. enough days. Yeah. It's been it's eight minutes in the movie. She's come around. <laughs> That's good. What a fantastic uh-huh. representation that is.
1: And they'd only known each other for like three days. Yeah. But hey, it was the you know, it was the nineties, why not?
0: I mean I think, I mean, if she's the kind of girl that sleeps with every guy that comes to the rescue after she is in a fight sequence involving overgrown turtles that crashes through her apartment and an antique shop, I mean, if that ha- every girl that happens to at least two or three times in their lives, of right? Course. And you got to sleep with the shirtless Joe Rogan dude. No, oh,
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's just, that's. I think that might actually be in a New York, a uh, Manhattan County bylaw.
1: There's a lot of really cool scenes, like again, where she talks. She's like talking about how each turtle's dealing with it differently. Right, and I really, as again, as a kid, with the drama, yeah, she's you know how each one's dealing with it, and I loved how uh, Michelangelo was just training. Yeah, you wouldn't expect that from him, but that's how he's dealing with his trauma. That's how he's dealing with this really, I mean, truly awful experience, uprooted from his home, maybe gonna lose his, his his brother. He's lost his father. This is this is about as bad as it gets. Yeah, for a teenage kid. Who yeah, happens to be sure. a ninja mutant turtle? <laughs> yeah, he's in the buff the whole movie. That's a belt. <laughs> Butt naked with a belt. Anyhow, um, there's actually another really cool scene. Which when I was a little kid, I think I do remember it now. But like, I couldn't remember when we were watching it if I n- acknowledged it when I was a kid. When they were training, like the the mm-hmm. you know, I didn't. I noticed that Michelangelo was, like he's blindfolded. Yeah. And that's so fucking cool. Yeah, so, well, it's
0: uh, here's a character that obviously is one character in the movie that takes himself the least seriously. And here in this situation, he's now taking himself super seriously. Whereas your, Lido, your leader, Leonardo, is just crying in a chair, which is what Raphael would do. So, speaking of that, there's something I wanted to show you. Oh, you said you had a surprise. Before we went on the air, Herb's like,
1: I got something for you. I, um, I was originally just going to show it to you on my phone, but I, you need to see it. Like... You need to own it. All right. All right. So the scene, and I I feel bad, uh, listeners. This is real. This is what we call nightmare fuel. So the scene where Raphael wakes up, and Leo's, you know, hey, hey, he wants some food. Hey, you're going to be,
3: he's okay. You're going to be okay.
1: This this poor turtle went days without food and water, but hey, why not? Um he's, I mean, he had water. He was
0: sitting in it and all that just laying in it. How much of that was his own waste?
1: <laughs> he was just laying in his own shit. Just, I mean, literally
0: oh. the way he's in his ass is in the air, so it's all coming back towards his face.
1: <laughs> that's a, brother, that's the way to look at it. Uh so there's a scene that, that scene where where Donatello comes and he's like, Hey, you know, they're okay in April standing in the doorway. There's a there's a point. Where the camera catches this, I have never seen this. But with my little bit of research, I came across this still.
0: The way he's blinking at me, and then the face he's making. There's got to be something.
1: I'm there. looking at it. I'm yeah. gonna send it to you right now. You're send
0: it to me right now.
1: And there is a you'll 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 know it when you see it. The camera catches this, and now you do too. Are you texting it to me? Yep, it's sent. We are
0: doing a lot of uh, compelling audio segments here.
1: You need to put this picture up on something so people can see this.
0: When you send it to me, uh, whatever this photo is, before it arrives to me, um, dear, sweet, singular, succulent, Peruvian, Elix Skipper, I will post it on our social media so you can see this photo once this episode is live.
1: Yeah.
0: I am not getting that text yet. God, This is compelling as shit.
1: We're just getting. And, and, and shout out to Fun Fact Films for I. That's how I threw a, how nope. I, I found it. It's coming. So, is it there? What do you oh see? Oh my god!
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can't unsee that. There's no way. Is that Donatello? <laughs> yeah. And inside his mouth is the actor.
2: Ah.
0: Uh. <laughs> uh. It looks like a Furby. <laughs> like there's a
1: Furby inside. No. The, if you go back and you then watch it, you will absolutely see that fucking guy's face inside his mouth. Oh, God. It's, I told you, it's nightmare fuel. You know what? You're welcome. Is this? Is it, did you take this picture? I t- I literally took a screenshot of it.
0: So this is a screenshot or is this your picture of a screen? My picture of a screen. Okay. Well, then technically, I think we own this p- photo. I think this would be a fantastic cover for the episode on Spotify. We'll talk about this. Okay. If you have a weird ass art, if not, if you're just listening, let's check the art. And if it's not this weird thing we're talking about, uh, then then you know what? It'll be on our social media. This is nightmare fuel. I I'm wanted to
1: haunt you for the rest of, of your life with that. You're welcome.
0: Uh, so before we get to the just wrapping us up, Raphael's okay. Leo is just. God damn it. I'm just going to ask a question. Is Leonardo, like, lame as fuck? In this movie, yes. Here's the... This man has two swords. Yes. Two yeah. katanas. Two badass swords. And in this movie, like, it just I just get the impression that if there was one Ninja Turtle that was down to be voluntarily cucked, Are you trying not to do a spit take? <laughs> Are you trying to... Oh, Doc is trying to find a spot in my studio to spit his beer back out after the suggestion that Leonardo would be voluntarily cut.
1: Uh, you know <laughs> He's crying <laughs> <laughs> Okay Sorry folks listen Um I didn't have that shit on my bingo card for the fucking year <laughs> <laughs> All right, So I didn't expect that shit coming my way. Um yeah I agree. Yeah <clears throat> Lame in this movie <laughs> That uh yeah that made me tear up a little bit. It was more the trying not to to die drinking, I or literally he said over this from shit like, as I took a sip. That beer ain't going nowhere else. I'm not spitting on this fucking floor. So, yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I much appreciated.
1: I <laughs> had to figure that shit out real quick.
0: But uh, we we totally got over the fact that yeah, the head of all the flute, uh, the flute, the foot,
1: <laughs> yeah, the flute,
0: the flute soldiers. And it's <laughs> <Just fucking laughs> now it
1: on. They shall be known as the flute soldiers.
0: Oh man. That'd be so good. My, my wife would be even more into the Ninja Turtles.
1: <laughs> yes, she would. She would. Uh, but uh,
0: Splinter uh, is captured by Shredder, which yeah. we haven't talked about. And uh, I think. Oh, Rokusaki. Uh, yes. Um, despite all the racism and misogyny and homophobia <coughs> that are excuse present me. in this movie, excuse me as well, uh, I think they did Shredder badass
1: in this movie. Yeah. I mean. He's a guy in a fucking suit, Matt, you Matt, know? With, spikes. with spikes and and blades. He looked pretty cool. They don't go too hard. He's just a crime lord. What
0: happened? He's just a crime lord here, and then yeah. they find out that uh, he was a
1: he he you know uh, became a murderer out of jealousy. <clears throat> yeah, he he oh goodness, Splinter's owner was named uh, Yoshi. Yeah, his his yeah, I call him his master Yoshi. And uh, he, I guess, had some sort of... Oroku Saki was his rival in Japan. We don't really know what they're rivals with. uh, Martial arts rivals. It it, might have been crime. Yoshi might have been a bad person. He might have been. We don't we know. We have no idea. He keeps a fucking rat as a pet. In a cage hanging above. Yeah. A like what kind of human maybe, being does that? Maybe
0: Splinter all this time has Stockholm syndrome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like here's a rat that clearly this
0: crime lord is like it's like he's like maybe it's like a kind of his kink. Like he hangs this rat in this out of this cage and it, and he starts doing shirtless martial arts, taking this real seriously. And, and, and the, the rat, rat just starts fucking emulates him, him. And he's like, Oh yeah. And then all of a sudden yeah, it's just the, yeah. the the
1: animatronic for the rat looks fucking
0: weird. Oh, dude, it's really disconcerting.
1: Yeah, he's like yeah.
0: doing fucking kicks and shit on his hind oh, legs. It What's reminds me of fu- Spaceballs when the thing pops out of the chest and starts doing that.
1: Hello, my baby. Hello, my <laughs> honey. Can we just talk about how you really suddenly thought I was voluntarily get cut?
2: <laughs>
1: I will literally never forget that. <laughs> In the rest of the whole of my life. I stand
0: by what I said <laughs> I said
1: what I said because it's true though it was
0: Leah's <laughs> like
3: hey <laughs> you're awake you're awake <laughs> would
0: you fuck my
1: wife <laughs> a fucking brother <laughs> anyhow okay uh, Just uh, what pizza? can I say
0: <laughs> anyway oh, 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 oh you ignorant sluts <sighs> so young so supple speaking of supple We now move on to perhaps our most infamous wrestling show review, Halloween Havoc 1995. Because if you're going to talk about pro wrestling, and you're going to talk about pro wrestling in the mid-90s, of course you're going to talk about fucking monster trucks. Announcers are back again, but Tony's out. Bischoff's in. Bischoff makes an appearance, man. And he's with some old white dude that apparently built Hulk Hogan's truck. I find. Yeah. I come to find he built the Bigfoot truck from Monster Truck fame in the '90s. Yeah, that's cool. Which is when the only monster trucks. is such an American thing. Did like, you
1: ever go to a monster truck rally? No, I went to one. Sounds loud. I bet it was. Uh, loud. I I remember. I'll never forget. I was little, like little kid, little, mm-hmm. like um, elementary school, young little guy, and I wanted so badly because I would see those commercials all the time. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, it looked cool. Like it looked looked interesting. So I. Asked my dad several, 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 several times and he finally was like All right. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah. <laughs> but not Saturday. Saturday's the day of rest. <laughs> it's the Sabbath
0: for Black Sabbath, the new monster truck.
1: Yeah. So I remember being so excited, we went to the Civic Arena. Uh, and back when it was a there was a thing, it, it was a it was up. It was around. Yeah. Uh, and we went. And I will tell you, that shit's loud. <laughs> it sounds like it would be loud. And I remember not enjoying myself. Ugh. And I think my dad did not enjoy himself. But because I wanted to go, he he took me. And I, I don't think we stayed for the entire fucking thing. Like, it was just... It was actually kind of fucking boring. Yeah, it's a bunch of people driving. The commercials make you. it yeah. seem so much more exciting than it actually That's the commercials'
0: jobs, though.
1: Yeah, like, Bigfoot was there. Was it Godzilla? I mean, no disrespect
0: to to anyone who enjoys monster trucks. But I'm about to disrespect you. What it is, is you're paying a lot of money to watch a bunch of rednecks live out their dream by driving over shit in an arena while they're all hopped up on Mountain Dew, Red Bull, and meth. Okay? That's what it is, in front of other rednecks. And I mean that as absolutely respectfully as I can be. But that being said, if if you're the kind of person who goes to monster trucks
1: like and isn't aware of that, I, I really, I don't know what else to say to you. Like, like the, I do have active memory. The only thing that was actually pretty cool I remember is watching some of the trucks do like the jumps. Yeah. There's some big ass vehicles also, making those jumps. I mean, that would be cool for it like was cool. a minute or two. That's what I mean. Like, it was yeah. it was boring, but like, those moments were like, wow! Look, look at that. As that's, that's pretty awesome. And, you know, as a little spectacle. kid, you like seeing like big trucks and. Uh, but there was no, you know, the commercials they always show like, oh, the, there's gonna be the, the Roboto one who breathes fire. Yes. The fucker didn't show up. Yeah, you know, so
0: <laughs> coming here, it's the
1: five story trifecta truck in Ohio. <laughs>
0: <laughs> coming not, not in to the New Hampshire Civic Center because he's based out in New Hampshire. Yeah,
1: exactly. Five story truck can't travel. So I have intimate experience. With monster so you're, you're a monster truck vet. I am a vet as, as close yeah. as you can get. So, but though in like, this room, is there any?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're the old timer in this room for the monster trucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but is there anything more mid '90s WCW than trying to hook your pay per view around monster trucks?
1: It is peak absurdity.
0: Yes, but guess what? It's time for the fucking monster trucks. It is so- mercifully five minutes long. We only have four or five segments left in the show. Uh, but Wait, they start we that out. many. So, <laughs> we <do. laughs> So they start out the monster truck thing. Uh, so first of all, before we get to the actual thing, he they bring out the old dude that built apparently built Hogan's car. Yeah, and Heenan starts asking actual driving stats. What? How tall are the tires? And he does. And, and Bischoff and this guy are just trying to put over how immensely powerful the Hulkster's car is, the Hulkster's truck. And he's like, how, how how much do one of these things weigh? What's the torque on this thing? How heavy are the, the tires? What's the average horsepower? But dude was answering questions. And he was, and Heenan's like, so, so you're talking thirty thousand. Know, he starts doing the math. Heenan's trying to use someone who doesn't. He's building it for someone who doesn't give a shit about monster trucks. You're like, look at the power. Are you? So you talk about a Chevy engine on alcohol, Rever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, no, it's like Heenan's like, how big is it? How big are the tires? <laughs> how heavy is it? How many horsepower does it have? That's impressive. You can move on now. And it's
2: like, <laughs> and it's like, I, he
1: was in rare form that then night. He showed up to work tonight, man. He must have got a bonus because he was because <laughs> he was worried about his friend's son.
0: He was, which we'll get, yeah. we'll get, yeah, we'll get, we'll get there. Yeah. So it's monster truck time. We cut to the roof, and they start on the roof by arguing about the rules. It's like you were already up there earlier, you twats. You couldn't <laughs> fucking figure it out. Like you could this is all oh, we have to see this. So some dude with the most Alabama mullet, and I say it's the most Alabama mullet because we didn't get to see Bobby Eaton on the shows.
1: <laughs> Motherfuckers. I said I say, I'm How sure dare it's you.
0: probably the second one. That tag that should have been the main event. My God, that should have been fucking on this show. I'm, I'm never gonna get over it. For the tax drops. Uh, He explains the rules in an accent that was a little too hard for me to understand. But Bischoff, luckily, sums it up. Uh, that all you gotta do is get both axles on the outside of the ring like, there's two yeah. random explosions somewhere in the in, in the area there yeah uh, and that's all it is and they're gonna be welded together yeah instead of chains uh, so and it, it, the set does look impressive though like I got that as a note it did look kind of cool I the, mean yeah. the helicopter shot with all of the cascading construction
1: lights how much money do they waste on this shit I Seriously. Anything, it's WCW. I, I know that, like, Turner cuts the, writes the fucking check, but golly, man. How much money? A Hogan. helicopter? Hogan just that stole, shit ain't cheap.
0: Hogan just like you know what, brother? I want to I drive a monster truck on the roof.
1: First of all, look, Noah, there ain't no Fuck fucking it. way he was driving that shit. No. There's no way either of them are driving that shit. No, no way! I no, refuse to force. believe that yeah. he was.
0: Yeah, back and forth. Not that, on the that roof. That footage
1: of him, like that, that shit, wasn't. No, no,
0: no. They did that back and forth for like two seconds, mm-hmm. and then they had the actual people drive the. There's truck. no
1: way he had any. He had any experience or any like that wasn't him on that. No, at all. No,
0: they just had the giant. Brother. Yeah, they just had the giant jump out of. it. That's what they shot on the night before. Yeah. So, I went up here, badass enough. Oh, dude, this is really gonna sell some pasta mania bowls. God, I never bowl-a-mania. heard of that shit. Some meatball mania. So anyway, mercifully, this is the whole reason we're here, though. <laughs> Unfortunately. Mercifully, the monster truck thing is over, and big fucking surprise. To absolutely nobody in history. Your big giant man, debuting here at Halloween Havoc, right. loses his first contest Kogan. to Hulk Hogan in a monster truck sumo match. Because fucking why not? Yeah, Which decides nothing. Which absolutely has no importance. There's no real reason, at all. You, like, like, think about this. Like, even if they're like, "We just, it's just for pride," you, then you can monster truck on the ground.
1: You're like, you like? You imagine this, Hogan? I don't like you. I don't like what you did to my dad. I'm gonna break your neck several times. All right, let me tell you something, brother. I'm tired of all this, and I feel the whole comedians inside of me, brother. I feel the whole comedian's inside of me. <laughs> You've got into
0: a place for a second. Keep going. Keep going.
1: I know what I got to do. I know what comedians is pushing me to do. The prayers and Vitamins, saying your prayers, the whole nine yards, brother. This is what we're going to do, man. I'm going to fight you for the world's heavyweight title, but before we do that, brother, we're going to fight in monster trucks, <laughs> you can't fit there. <laughs> for for why? But for why? The 24-inch
0: pythons are gonna bring up 84-inch wheels. Yeah, bro. I don't know. Like, what? Where's the logic in this? No, there's, there's no logic because it's like even if they're like, all right, listen. Uh, there's there's two ways to see One of the guy's ideas. One of either Hogan or the Giant's idea, uh-huh. or it's the promotion's idea, right? In yeah. kayfabe, purely yeah. kayfabe, right? So. Kayfabe. It's Hogan's idea. I'm gonna show you that not only am I gonna knock your giant down to size, but as me as a machine, it's gonna beat you as a machine. It's stupid. And the giant. Why would he? He's trying to kill Hulk Hogan. Why would he get in a monster truck to do it? And then why couldn't this happen on the ground? Yeah. That's the whole point. Because nobody is like, fuck yeah, let's let's go through the expense about craning monster trucks to a roof <laughs> so that they're definitely not gonna fall off of <laughs> on top of a very old arena. Yeah. And broad scope and area for anyone to see that it's clearly not happening at the same time the show is happening. Right. Let's do that or let's film it off-site into a segment because
1: this has nothing to do with the wrestling pay-per-view. Right. So, no fucking... Hogan wins. He pushes the... Uh, there was a little weak-ass fireworks explosion uh, at least once uh, and Hogan pushes his, his truck, <laughs> the both axles off uh, the out-of-bounds area. He pushes so, the <laughs> giant
0: out. But then,
1: it's giant understandably upset about this, goes to physically assault Hulk Hogan, which makes more sense. And Hogan starts backing up yep. to the edge of the building. Yes. And uh, he they kind of like s- struggle onto the edge. Giant. For whatever reason. Yeah. Oh, no, it's a very
0: terrible movie villain thing. Hogan's trying to get away. Giant grabs him by the neck and lifts him onto the edge. That's right. And then he steps up onto the ledge while still choking Hulk Hogan. Even though he could have reached Hulk Hogan from the ground.
1: Yeah, because he's tall as shit. Yeah,
0: he steps up on there.
1: And then, uh, I, I I don't think Hogan even throws a punch. He just kind of shoves it he away. He throws his hands off. Yeah, he There's does that that big, the, the, the smackdown ah, reversal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, from like 1999. And uh, uh, Big Show, or uh, The Giant. Yeah, by the way, The
0: Giant is The Big Show. If you're the only person listening to this who doesn't know, keep yeah. going.
1: He falls off the building. Hogan, who sees this happen... Panic. I like how Hogan goes to grab him.
0: I, that's actually I uh, the only compliment I have for this whole segment is that it's well timed that Hogan like pushes him off and falls down to try to get his bearings, right? And manages to catch the giant falling in time to try to reach for him like a baby face. Yeah. It was actually it looked good.
1: I'm it sure did this look is good, but it's, sort it's of like, probably uh, like the ninth
0: time they did it.
1: This, this right? is an eye roll.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's totally, totally crazy. But
1: here's. look. They murdered the giant! So there's, yeah, so there's like some wrestling logic that does not exist here because Hogan, and granted it's at night, but there are lights around, there's camera crew, the whole nine yards. He watches the giant fall off the building. He does. He sees it. Hogan looks over the edge. Watches something and he's oh, terror and horror what he just witnessed. You gotta get help. He's screaming for help and he runs off screaming for help, assuming that he saw something horrific. Yeah, and he
0: almost says it later. Spoiler alert. But he almost sees the brother when I looked out and the last time I saw the giant, and then, you know, then we'll, we'll get to it in here in a second. Yeah. But,
1: yeah. So that would tell me, the audience, the consumer, he dead, that he's either dead or incredibly, you know, debilitated.
0: Very, very quickly dying.
1: Uh, quickly dying, yes. However, anyhow, that's, so well, let's get to the next match.
0: So, no, it's not the next match. We still have...
1: Yeah, 50. the next match is the... Uh, yeah, but we have
0: 10 minutes of the announcers reacting to this first.
1: Fuck. Yeah, there's that. So, we cut back
0: to Bischoff. Everyone's like, oh, no, during the commentary, and, and Heenan doesn't know what to do. And they cut back, and Heenan's hands, head is in his hands. And Bischoff's like, uh... And he started to this they're totally playing this like a shoot. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, yeah. The giant is dead. And they're trying to oh we don't know what we don't know what's going on. We don't know what's what's supposed to happen. And we don't know what's going on. And uh and he like, what side of the building did he fall on? And yeah, he Bish, was Bischoff he was said, one thinking logically. And Bischoff said a cold line. He's like, Well, one side's the parking lot, one side's like, what doesn't even matter? Like, he's dead either way, Bobby. Get over it. Uh <laughs> and it's, it's cold and Bischoff plays it well and everyone's played it well at first and that old guy still sitting there in the middle and he's like oh, like, oh what am I doing shit here? I should have left
1: <laughs> <laughs> I should have sat
0: here and watched this whole segment go down
1: yeah uh, but I love it because everybody is no selling it kinda but Bobby Heenan is so torn up over this. Well, Bischoff is selling it like he's he's you can tell he's like scrambling, like what to do. Because he's in charge. Yes. So
0: he's like, I gotta go. We're gonna bring Tony in. And he gets up, and Tony comes in and he runs out- off. Uh, and then, you know, uh Tony's like, Listen, fans, I'm told we gotta go to the next match. <laughs> just like that. So Heenan's like literally, like, his blood pressure is all over the place. He just watched the guy die. Heenan's the only one reacting logically, and he's like, so
1: so we've been talking all night about Macho
0: Man Alex Luger
1: and Heenan does such an amazing job at getting the narrative back to but what about the giant what yeah. about the giant and he kept. At one point, he says, "I, you know, I'm, I'm close with his father. Like, I, you know, I, I'm close with this. This, this is a, such an important thing. Like, and he's like, well, how does no one know? How does no one know what's going on? How does nobody know?' And they're across the street. Just send somebody across the street. Like, it, it, it was like, well, it, he's not wrong. No. <laughs> he's not wrong at all. And uh, I, you start feeling the anxiety that Bobby yeah. Heenan's portraying. Like, yeah, this was. Listen, this is Bobby Heenan's swan song.
0: Kayfabe, yeah." That it would make sense. But really, Heenan, I don't know. If Bobby Heenan worked harder than this at any other point in the rest of his career, I'd be really surprised.
1: I don't think I think he that was it.
0: This is his cap out. He actually says a line later in here, like you'll never see another light like this in the history of wrestling. It's like, don't threaten me with a good time, Bobby. <laughs> but you are the thing I'm gonna miss. Yeah. About this whole thing. So so put uh so here's my uh, my rating on the monster truck was zero fucks given.
1: Uh, yeah, that, that match,
0: yeah, until until he fucking murders him. Um, and how funny is it after all the announcers going back and forth? The first person we see after a fucking murder on pay per view is Lex Luger.
1: Oh my god,
0: that's not the announcer. <coughs> yeah, Luger, yeah, 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 Luger yeah. comes out into uh, and, and it's Luger versus Savage. Yeah. And in classic WCW during Hogan's era fashion, any heat from this match is completely overshadowed by the fact that they just fucking killed a guy.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now, in that vein, we're going to fast forward a little bit further into that same episode, Halloween Havoc 95, as the boys get to the real meat and bones of the main event. And then Michael Buffer comes out. And he says fans this is the WCW heavyweight championship match and starts to introduce the giant and then fucking Hulk Hogan comes out yep and Hoger is all, Hogan is all somber mm-hmm. he actually tells people to calm down Buffer even like does the hand gestures to calm down and he's like listen guys based on what I saw Based on the last position that I saw the giant in, he doesn't even get more than three sentences out. And this whole big somber Black Hulk Hogan kind of an outfit, yeah. early Hulk, Hollywood Hogan, when the giant comes out. Totally fine. Unharmed in a singlet. But he's not even fucking wet. No, he's not. Why that have He's just fine. He, and the announcers are like, oh my. Tony Schiavone is like, he must be superhuman. Oh, shut the fuck uh, up, Tony Schiavone. How, how could any Look, man survive that? He found
1: five. Uh, I understand Bobby. he was doing a job, but
0: get the fuck out of here. And Bobby is like, he found five stories. Nobody could survive that. There's you're something right, going Bobby, on. Bobby,
1: you're fucking right. It's called wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> it's called fucking wrestling, Bobby. You're fucking not wrong. So when you
0: paint yourself in a corner, because like in 1992, when Heenan was talking about The Undertaker, okay, that urn so has some sort of power over him, and he seems to feel no pain. Right. You, you're giving yourself a little out. Oh, he seems to feel no pain. It's the urn that has some sort of weird faux pas. You're like, no, we're chucking a motherfucker off a five-story building. Yeah. And now he's fine. Heenan's like, no, no, I'm not doing that. It was the power of the Dungeon of Doom you, and the Master. You just made me spend an hour crying about him on national TV. So, the giant is fuck back from the fucking den. Heenan is absolutely fucking checking out of this.
1: Dude, just like I did. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, listen, at this point, I, like I said, I sat this the whole way through. At, by this point, I wrote probably like three or four things down because I was in a fucking fever dream. <laughs> right? I had a whole of WCW Halloween Havoc you can I could handle. ever fucking handle. And I don't remember much about it. I remember the finish and that's it. Everything else is like a fucking nightmare.
0: It is It is a fever dream is the best way to describe it.
1: It is like a paint-by-numbers Hogan match. He tries to slam a guy. He can't no, fucking slam no, him.
0: Before that, though, this is where the match is really interesting to me. This is the only really okay. interesting thing. Giant comes out back from the fucking dead. Right. Was Kevin Sullivan. Right. Gets in the ring. Hogan dips out of the ring. Mm-hmm and proceeds to be a chicken shit heel where the Giants reaching for him and Hogan won't get in the ring. So you have a guy that Hogan just threw off a building, and now the guy comes back from the den, and Hogan's afraid to fight him. I mean, wouldn't
1: you? <laughs> the Giants the baby face here in this match at the beginning, and Hogan's I, the shit yeah. heel. I mean, listen, Now, if you fought a guy on top of a roof who was like seven feet tall, and he fell off of the roof, And you saw him hit the ground or the water, and you're like, oh, shit, I'm going to call the police. You call the police, and then he shows up four hours later, let's say, for example, to fight you without a scratch on him. You're telling me you'd stay in that room or you'd you'd jump out the fucking window?
0: Oh, no. Uh, I mean, if we're going to be real, if I was Hulk Hogan in that kayfabe situation, having been in the exact same situation, being rich and famous enough to have a monster truck fight on the (laughs) roof— And then when the guy falls off the roof, I'm not immediately in handcuffs. I'm not going back to the building. I'm going to a non-extraditional country. <laughs> that well
1: played. Yeah, I mean, that's.
0: yeah. All right, brothers. Here's the belt. Here you go, FedEx. I'm I'm going to not Cuba.
1: I'm going somewhere. I'm not telling you, man.
0: Call me Jose Hogan. <laughs> and
1: then he's gone. Because that does be what it is. What's 24 inches in the metric system? I don't ask me. <laughs> Whole bunch of centimeters.
0: <laughs> I just got a, a vision of like a really British man, like giving really detailed units of measurement into his biceps. When you come in here and you go with the six hundred and fourteen centimeter pythons, the pythons, <laughs> is like a, oh boy, pythons, the pythons, <laughs> I will throw <laughs> the you like an orangutan, <laughs> like fucking David Attenborough. Oh my god, the mighty Hulk Hogan course, he mates with Bubba the Love Spice's
1: wife. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, He did.
0: Uh Uh-oh, Hulk. You've been caught on video.
1: Big time. (laughs) Like,
0: brother, you've been punked. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be backpedaling for the next rest of your life. Let's one backpedal after another. Right for the rest of the time. Mm -hmm. But to be be continued in the Hulk Hogan episode. Because, Because there will be. Oh, there absolutely has to be. So, trying to get to this thing. So, um, then Hogan takes off his bandana after finally getting the, the, the thing. And he's wearing the Kevin Sullivan fucking unibrow beetle face paint on his head. Why? I don't know if he felt that being closer to the dark arts would make a difference. That's what Tony was trying to say. is By shaving, uh, by wearing all black, Hogan is slowly becoming Kevin Sullivan. Which means his fucking face paint.
1: Yes, <laughs> they have the same hairstyle. So, oh my god, it's just I just can't like somebody th- signed off on all this. This is this is the whole fucking so thing. So, if I could say, if I could sum up this pay per view in one sentence, yeah, this is WWE Halloween Havoc 1995. Sounded really good on paper. That's it. Everything sounded good on paper until they fucking did it.
0: I'm gonna do you one better. It sounded really good on paper but that paper was a napkin and it was written in crayon.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah, there's just no way.
1: So much of this stuff like, oh, as you're like writing this out with the creative team, like, okay, we can make this one. And then then he throws, it falls off. Okay, okay, okay. Listen, I watched, I watched The Rock knock Steve Austin off a fucking bridge in Boston or wherever the fuck they were. And it was cool when he did it. So badass. However, when the giant falls off a, Five story building. It's not the same.
0: Yeah, they murder. And it's, you know, if like Jim Ross didn't act like. Can you imagine Jim Ross commentating that? Oh my God. So Jim Ross didn't act like Austin was dead for the rest of the night. He's like, he's in serious trouble. We're going to Stone Cold. Anyway, titties. We know we move along. <laughs> anyway, puppies. T- J- Heenan didn't have anything else to do for the rest of the night. He's just nailing that down. So Hogan gets in the match. It is a blueprint Hogan match, except. There's one word that's gonna appear a lot here. It's a bear hug. Giant slaps on a bear hug. Hogan eventually fights out of it. Giant cuts him off. Bear hug again. Hogan yeah. fights out of it. Giant hits the choke slam. No, this is 95, guys. It's not a lot of chokeslams in wrestling. There's still a pretty big move. Right. Uh he drops Hogan with a choke slam. Hogan 1-2. What the fuck happens? He fucking hulks up. Out of one of the new, most powerful things in wrestling. Uh, Hogan hits the boot. Can't seem to get him down. Takes him outside. There's a whole bunch. And now Hogan's on the offense. Giant. Giant, though, didn't get the memo. Starts bumping. (laughs) (laughs) Starts bumping. (laughs) Didn't get the memo. Starts bumping on the outside of the ring. Bumps over the top. Falls down. Let's Hogan just toss him in the ring like he's nothing. Mm -hmm. Gets up. Hogan slams him.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And he goes for the big leg drop, and at that point, he hits it, and then Jimmy Hart hits the ref and turns. Oh, turn God. number one. Hogan can't believe it. Well, he didn't know it first. He didn't know it first, yeah. It's the Hart, and Jimmy's trying to, and then Hogan goes like he's going to do it again, and then Jimmy blasts him with the Dude,
1: belt. Dude, even the fucking turn was
0: fucking awkward. Yeah, weird. Like... I don't. I nobody knows how to paint anything. And
1: then they can't really even fucking catch it.
0: Nope.
1: WCW. I'm telling you. I'm. Te- the they, they just lit. It's like no one knows what's happening. No one's a communi- No one's communicating with each other. Keep it wide. We'll catch something. Well, oh, <laughs> we'll get something. Keep it wide. <laughs> That's right. Ah. Uh,
0: so anyway, Hogan catches Jimmy Hart being a shitty person, and then the Giants back up. There's a moment I wish you could see it. It's not worth pulling up just to show you. But when when Jimmy uh, hits the ref for the first time, and Hogan doesn't see it. Jimmy gets in, and he's like, I
1: don't know what happened, Hulk. I don't know, baby. I don't know what's happening here. I don't know what's going on.
0: Giant is laying out here like, He's sprawled out. like He took the fucking biggest leg drop ever. Yeah. And then Hogan, and then Giant. Well, Hogan's like trying to like work out with Jimmy Hart what's going on. Giant like picks his head up blatantly clear as day. No selling. <laughs> it looks, and then, oh, lays back down like he's supposed to be out. It, it, that's what happens when you're green as shit. And then he waits for the the, the Jimmy Hart spot that he hits Hogan with the belt. Hogan catches Jimmy Hart. He's going to pummel Jimmy Hart. Turns around into... a Hulk Hogan just dropped a leg on you. The WCW World Championship is laying next to you. You're a giant man.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: One good blow will end all this. You stand up. You see Hulk Hogan there, defenseless, his back turned to you. Do you pick up the belt and hit him? Do you grab him by the neck? and break it again, as you've done a bunch of times. He turns around, no, you slap him in another fucking bear hug. But this time, knowing what we know now, it's the most fateful bear hug (laughs) in the history of wrestling. Yes. Because, first of all, I have a note here. I got to call out the slightly gay shit that happens earlier than this, okay? There's, like, two different moments in Bear Hugs earlier where there's, like, a clear-cut moment where Hogan and Giant are, like, rubbing up against each other. And Giant, because he's so green, is just smiling over what he's doing. <laughs> and it just comes off real. Hogan's like, oh! And Giant's like, ha, 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 And that bear hug, and he's got that upward motion. Yeah. But then it comes back. So then Giant is grabbing him. And just starts fucking humping Hulk Hogan.
1: Yeah, that's it is. It's happening. It's it's. But we're
0: not there yet. It's not even. It's not even the bad spot yet, because then it happens. (coughs) Yeah, as you were. No, you you. I I have to. I have to. I have to hand this
1: to you. I have to. Um. So like this stuff you see in life that like it, like the actual horror of it. Uh, it's unspeakable it's unknowable it scars you it's like Cthulhu level of shit where yeah. like you see it and it changes you as a human being definitely an outer horrors type of thing yeah <laughs> there you go um, watching uh, the Yeti uh, the who Yeti. is not an abominable snowman but a fucking mummy yeah uh, WCW yeah get in the fucking ring <laughs> and proceed to bear hug the other side of Hulk Hogan <laughs> creating a, a man muscle sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> it proceeds the hump. Uh, they fucking pummel him. Oh, he's pummeling them all right. They, they fucking dry hump. Oh, he's being dry hump from one and end he, he and dry hump from the other. I, he doesn't know what to do, so I'll cook it. they fucking bubbled. My two seven
0: foot men fucking having her way with him. It was it's so fitting. Wait, it's so fitting for a fucking Hulk Hogan in the master manipulator that he is to have book himself in a situation where he's gonna lose this match by DQ without ever getting pinned. Mm-hmm. still looking super strong and it takes the whole world turning on him to do this. And that he's hes I've got it. I've got a new I got a new hot heel to work with. I've got the debuting hot heel. I'm going to feed me in a couple pay-per-view buys it'll be great. Big money. And all I got to do is have them bear hug me. <laughs> and then <laughs> double wanna bear to know, hug. I I I want to know with all my heart if there was a moment in the middle of that ring when Hogan felt both of those men pressing up against him.
1: <laughs> I wonder if it felt like it was money to him or not then.
0: I wonder if he's like, we got it, brother. I
1: feel confident he didn't.
0: No, Did he think he fucking knew what he did? <laughs> you reap what you sow, motherfucker. He, and you got dry hummed By two very large men. By two very large men for a large period of time. Way
1: longer than it needed to last. Like so long. It got uncomfortable. And, going. and, and, and like, "Hogan's gonna sell this shit. He can't no sell it. No, because
0: this is this is all his money. He's uh, 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 if he gets up from it now, he just got dry hump with no payoff. But and we all know that there's no money in that. There's no money in that. <laughs> you get you dry can't hump, get dry hump and not sell no. it. So then Luger and Savage come out to save Hogan from. What I can only describe is like a pseudo-deliverance, that pawn store from Pulp Fiction kind of situation yeah. Hogan's got going on.
1: It, Hogan was really close to getting a gag. And then, in the truest
0: fashion ever, they go for the the, the quote-unquote, Savage goes right after the giant yeah. and Jimmy Hart, and Luger turns on him, yep. and they miss it. They don't even get camera. It. <laughs> it's, WCW, it's, man. And like, then 30 seconds later, and they cut back, and Luger's got the boots in, and, the, and now it's just like, oh, wait, hey, hey, what's that? <laughs> what's, what's happening here, her? folks? Fuck Jesus Christ. And, and then, so the the worst part of it, so then Luger picks up Hogan and racks him. Mm-hmm. Okay, which is the only logical thing that makes sense. And then I got mad. Then the giant. Then he got mad. Man, <laughs> this whole time, <laughs> I was pissed and laughing. But then they go out of their way to pick up Savage and try to dry hump-sandwich the of (laughs) Man. I feel like, wait, this is me, though. Like, Savage didn't let it happen. It lasted, like, a second. And then Savage is out of it. But this is my opinion. I think Hogan knew what was happening to him. And he knew how it was going to be. And while he was on the ground selling this, he's like, do it to Savage, too. Get
1: into. I can't be the only one. I don't know about this one, brother. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know There's about this one, a, man.
0: I don't even you know if that's going to work for me, brother. <laughs> it's a stroke of Fu Manchu. Fuck, dude. And then the WCW pay-per-view goes off the air. Well, at least the, the segment in the ring happens. With the giant holding the championship belt. Mm-hmm. These heels that doesn't make any sense
1: that they're all together. Why is, why is Luger now heel now? Like and, what? What? And where's Meng? Fuck, yeah. I, right. Lord knows. Fighting a dragon somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> doing something.
0: Probably like taking everyone in the arena trying to leave her early out. Just lined up. He's trying to find While gold Well, Giant has the belt and Michael Buffers is shouting, The Giant wins by DQ, but the belt can't change hands by disqualification he's saying it over and over again. Mm-hmm. That's how the pay-per-view goes off the air. That's such a fucking mess. The next night, Jimmy Hart cuts a promo explaining that he put a clause in Hulk Hogan's match contract. That in the event that Hulk Hogan gets disqualified, he would lose the world championship. So they crown the giant the world champion that night on Nitro. He's champion for a week.
1: That's some bullshit.
0: They say that if you close your eyes on a cold autumn night, you can still hear Hulk Hogan saying,
1: that's not going to work
0: for me, brother. Moving along now, it's time for the first episode in this compilation to feature one of our future hosts. Mac joins us as we discuss the Sega Channel, its hopes, its dreams, and in this clip, its lasting legacy so i have two lasting questions for both of you okay okay. about the sega channel yes so uh the first is the sega channel simply put uh it's got to be most people's first interaction with the concept of online gaming before we even knew what that fuck that was right right so obviously we've now decided that it's ahead of its time i mean for me it was oregon trail
3: sega channel oregon trail or being online gaming yeah, well, in terms of, like, interactive, like, multi-pronged gaming. Fuck the Oregon Trail. Oh, fuck the like, Dude, dysentery. Dysen- dysentery, fucking about dysentery it. dysentery. I don't even know it what really dysentery really is. They but... bu- could never buy, buy enough fucking wheat to carry across <laughs> that fucking, you know, past the Mississippi I, River. I,
0: I don't know how many times I've, like, a fucking random tidal wave has knocked me off crossing a fucking stream. But I'm pretty sure that, that you don't get fucking, hit, like, like Lord of the Rings, the fucking galloping horses, is what <laughs> I fucking picture every time. It's like, you're going to try to cross the river here? Sure. Fuck you are. <laughs> Jesus Christ Oregon Trail. But I asked, so the Sega Channel though. I mean obviously ahead of its time, but it goes into the idea yes or no. Do you think the Sega Channel did that in any way speed up the the nature the progression of online gaming for us or would it have happened in the same timeline that we came and because in the isn't mind, The internet, we had, you know, Team Fortress and Half-Life was out pre-05, but Xbox Live as we put it together was 2005. Would have Xbox come later? Or do you really think it honestly didn't make a big bearing on it?
3: Well, you know, in in terms of what Sega Channel did for the infrastructure of online gaming, Mm -hmm. I think is something that needs to be, you know, mentioned. Is that, you know, in terms of what they had the cable companies have to do, because at those point in times, the signal that you were getting, especially early on in the launch of the Sega Channel, Mm -hmm. was pure shit. Ah. and and it really forced the broadcast companies to clean up uh their signal That's yeah right. uh, That's and great. and even you know um and I don't know if I have my timing right on this or not but in terms of the transition from you know going to digital where cable was concerned yeah you know there there are there are fingerprints. On the Sega channel for helping that process move in the right direction. Now you talk about online gaming. I often, I often think about like Microsoft and Xbox as being just. I'm gonna just go ahead and you know put on a glove, put a little lube up here, and I just (laughs) want to stick as many fingers as I can up Sony's ass. (laughs) Um, I was in a rush to get it out there. But but you know because I'm Microsoft. I have way more computer than you have computer, yeah. Sony. So I'm just going to go in this direction. Um, I do think that because of what Microsoft was trying to do to, you know, separate it from Sony's dominance at that point, mm-hmm. that that was really the only logical direction they could go in. And because of the company, they had the ability to maybe get that faster than anybody else would. Um But in terms of just laying that groundwork, I I don't think the—I mean, I think it obviously gets there. Mm -hmm. Maybe not as soon, but I also don't think it would have been as long because, again, Microsoft computers. If Genesis wouldn't have done
0: it, then someone would
3: have tried it too. But in terms of just what it was able to do to really put that first floor— you Know that concrete pad down so that the others could stand on top of it to do what it if need. You will. absolutely. Um, you know, I, th- I think what it did for the for that growth was, was just unprecedented. Good point. You know, I just want to add
0: before you answer, I just want to say here's an interesting little tidbit. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the first of the next generation, the sixth generation, as we covered in, in the Grand Theft Auto 3 episode, uh, a game to have. Concurrent console online gaming was the Dreamcast, all right, uh, which is interesting. Fantasy Star Online was right, one of the first right. games for that uh, to do that. Um, the original Xbox released uh, with guts from the Dreamcast inside it, which allowed. The Xbox Live to happen. Whenever Dreamcast folded, Xbox, Microsoft had been working on designs, but they weren't quite sure how to be able to power. Wasn't really like processing speed, but it was how to regulate the power in the system so that this thing didn't overheat and was able to spin the drive X many RPMs uh, per minute. Uh, And they looked at the, they bought some of the early, you know, trademarks for the Dreamcast, and absolutely, oh, we'll just do that then. And
1: wow. the Xbox was born. That's
0: pretty cool. So the fact that uh, that the Xbox Live service comes about because Sega Channel using actual physical hardware used in the Dreamcast means. So Xbox Live hashtag thank you Sega. Wow,
1: wow. how about that? How about that? Um, so how about you? I'll echo kind of what Mac was saying, and I the the fingerprints. And like the mark and the lasting impression that Sega Channel made in the gaming space is has, has felt today in in, a, in a, like a very like long view sort of way. But I believe that we're going to get there anyhow. I mean, it was going to mm-hmm. happen anyhow. Will it? Will it look exactly the same? Honestly, probably. Yeah. Uh, I just was it was it ambitious? Was it important? The developers who are making games now. We're playing Sega Channel as kids and teenagers, yeah. right? So to that end, you kind of have to think, well, that had to have spurned ideas and and and, and inspirations. Like, what could we do later on? Like, well, this is this is what we want to be one day. I remember when I played Sega Channel. Now I'm like 42 years old. And now I'm in, I'm, you know, working for Microsoft or working for Sony, or working for whoever. Uh, I think that, you know sega channel allow people to believe that this was possible on a, on a bigger scale in, a, in the united states of america at least yeah uh but i do definitely believe that we're going to get there no matter what and i feel very like it'll be largely the same good point good point it's something
0: that just came to my mind as you were talking though is something we, we take for granted these days is a game library right like you're on your xbox your playstation you shit on your switch uh, when Nintendo, even being generally pretty far behind on how it is in the last couple of generations, yeah. uh, a game library does that shit happen without a Genesis, without a Sega Channel? Because you downloaded your games into your library, and now I mean, so much of my collection over there in games is f- digital, digital. Right. I have games that I never will have the physical version of because I do it as boop and there we are, I automatically downloaded the patches and shit for me, which that's a whole. Fucking separate can of worms. Yes. Last question I had to ask you, uh, and before we wrap this up, and it's a very simple, but eager, willing question: If the Genesis was, if the Sega Channel was a person, male, female, trans, both, neither, would
3: you fuck it? No. I would, but I'd use a lot of protection. Probably a, a double bag on that. <laughs> double one. bag, like a hefty. Yeah, yeah. You know, a a, poss yeah, possibly or even paper over top just oh, to paper and plastic. Uh yeah. You know, we probably would you know use some twisty ties down there mm-hmm. just to just to be sure for their safety. too. Yeah, for their safety. You know, mm. um, I've had worse. Yeah, <laughs> but not many, not many, not many, not many. Not many. You know? How about you? Oh,
0: I go raw. <laughs> I'd go raw. I'd raw dog that, and it'd be weird. But you know what? And then, in there in the corner, after things got real weird, there's Leonardo crying. <laughs> oh my god. god! It
2: all
3: comes back. It all comes back yeah, around with a giant tooth. With a giant like eight foot turtle dick. Oh, ah, yeah. it's barbed. I it was, don't know yeah. if turtle dicks are barbed, but you know, someone can Google. Just that
1: Little
0: did they know that that very question would shape just so much of the show going forward, and the very next week for our final clip of today's best of nothing good volume one was one hit wonders a seemingly innocuous episode or innocuous whatever the fuck that means sounds good so i'll keep saying it you're not listening anyway but the guys are starting to talk about well songs music one hit wonders and then somebody makes the mistake of bringing up nelly and it takes us on a whirlwind journey, the likes of which have never been see- seen. Fuck, I don't care. Listen. Was he on the Bad Boys 2 soundtrack? too? So sure, too? Yes. 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 Yes, he was. I, he gets a pass for anything that was on that
1: because that movie's fucking incredible. And I don't <laughs> Bad, Boys says, two? Well, Bad Boys 2? Bad Boys 2 is not that good. No, dude. That movie, the first which, one is infinitely superior in every single way. First of all. Every single way, and you don't. know it.
0: Yeah, I mean, sure, but I fucking, I, I'm still love, allowed to love bad boys too. You whatever. can love it and be yeah. wrong. And so say, the original, fuck. First of all, <laughs>
2: fuck you. I don't know if I've ever told you,
0: fuck you, on this show before. I say it to I Peru. Think, I think it's the first. I think yeah. And I'll say this again because, and I have to be real because the, the thing I draw the line at
2: is bad boys.
0: This <laughs> clearly
3: is where it's the friendship is going to start to no, fuck to you. Beer.
0: You know, it's a, let me just let me, let me just cover my grounds here. Bad boys too. Fuck you. The Golden Globes. Fuck you.
3: (laughs) I'm covering everybody here. We're never getting invited to present on that show. No, no. I'm not getting invited to a lot of shit. I heard the the basket's very nice there.
0: I'm allowed to say that even though Empire and Jedi are way better than the original Star Wars, I can still say I like the original Star
3: Wars. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I I will agree with you on Empire, not Jedi. You, You don't like Jedi? I like Jedi, but I don't think it's superior to New Hope. Mm -hmm. that is going to
0: alienate an entire 0% of our audience because nobody listens to this. But Jesus Christ, (laughs)
1: we got, listen, I wanted to say we have at least right now, if I... There's three or four listeners that I know personally who've listened to almost everything we've done so far. There is like an average amount of
0: people, which I don't want to say the number because I don't want to jinx it, that have consecutively been listening to every single episode within the first week. So thank you. And if you guys are the kind of people that feel that Star Wars A New Hope is in fact superior to Jedi, Fuck you! <laughs> as well as but give respect to bad boys too. And you know, while we're at it, oh, here we go. Fucking Super Mario Brothers movie is oh fucking better God. than you on, think it, it is. No, I'm not it's fucking I gonna fucking sit here and say that it's a good fucking movie. It's a terrible film. It's, not it's absolutely a movie, horrible. But it's
3: better than you think it is. No, and you know
0: what? And while we're at it, okay, let me what just, did, just.
3: What the did the Dennis fu- Hopper do that he had to fucking do that movie he, as King Koopa a, a and lot, he's not a fucking uh, dragon a lot at of all? Cocaine and you owe money to people. Okay,
2: you until you've
0: you loved and lost the way that Dennis Hobbit is, <laughs> <laughs> you don't fucking get to come. And while we're at it, yes. to say, the Hobbit trilogy was shit. And don't come for Rise of Skywalker because that was decent. But La- The Last Jedi was also fucking better than either
3: of those movies in that trilogy. Okay? So the Rise of Skywalker being Return of the Jedi Part 2, Jedi not as hard because it actually sucks dick. Get the fuck out of my
2: house. (laughs) Get
3: the fuck out of my house. The only Rise of of Skywalker I got was when I got on my fucking seat to leave and turn the
0: credits. I I have been risen from Rise of Skywalker for the entire time, if only for the fucking soundtrack. It's a most series of movies about space wizards that fight with laser swords. Why are you
3: fucking putting so much into this Listen, Listen, if you're going to have a fucking movie that has a climax in which I'm all the Jedi and I'm all the Sith, and you're not gonna fucking show me a shot of all the fucking Jedi behind Rey to like back her shit up in the middle mm-hmm. of this Seth fucking temple of fucking Tootsie Roll turds that are bumping up and down that nobody can fucking see for any. I have no idea what those were. I have no, no idea what nobody does does. No one does. But you're just going to sit there. Okay. We're going to do voiceovers because we don't want to pay their rates because this movie is already $250 million, but we don't want to make it 275. Show me the fucking Jedi. And then maybe my dick would get a little bit hard in that fucking movie mm-hmm. instead of basically watching return of the Jedi part two, but not as fucking good.
0: Okay. Very few things are going to be as good as the original Return of the Jedi. Let's get this thing, including... A New Hope, which is less good than fucking Return of the Jedi. But let me just, let me, I know we're t- supposed to be talking about whatever the fuck.
2: <laughs> <laughs> when we've officially
1: hijacked this, this fucking M.S.A. who gives a shit about what it <laughs> was at this point? I, <laughs> fucking say.
0: I had to fucking deal with decades. A motherfucker saying they'll never make a prequel, they'll never make a sequel. And I had to fucking sit there and watch Attack of the Fucking Clones, okay? I had to sit there and fucking verbally and physically deal with that shit. So I don't care. Rise of Skywalker could have been Palpatine. Opens up, the scroll comes up and says, Palpatine has returned somehow. And then it's just a fucking poop emoji fucking (laughs) scrolling up through the top. And then it opens up and Daisy Ridley is sitting there, face focused on there and start squeezing one out. We don't see it. We just hear it plop. And at that point, <laughs> it's still fucking better than Attack of the Clones. So if I had to deal with that, yeah, I'm fucking
1: stoked. I'm not listening. You know what? <sighs> Hmm. When we get to a. St- it's interesting. Uh, one of our listeners. uh, One of them. Yeah. Well, I was talking Whoa. to.
3: The one that's left
1: <laughs> now. No,
2: no, I'm sorry.
1: Well, <laughs> one is like One also, Hit Wonders, and
3: now we're just talking
2: about well, Jedi.
1: Well, th- 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 so I keep this. I put the idea out there, right? Like, so he and I were talking about the different episodes, and he was like, man, I can't wait for you guys to cover, like, Star Wars. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, it's. And I was like, it is a little weird that we haven't really even broached the idea of it. I'm like, it's going to have to be something very special, and he would very much like to be a guest on it because he's probably the biggest Star Wars fan I think I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and more importantly, when we record this, it's going to be something else because friendships might end.
3: Yeah. Have listen, look at the two of you motherfuckers. Listen, we've we've, we've already <laughs> fucking survived that fight. <laughs> we've made through some stuff. We okay, <laughs> Absolutely. And there's up right. on that on the
0: other side.
2: <laughs> we did.
0: Stronger. And like fucking And for the listener to give a short version of it, episode three wasn't out yet. And... Mac and my friendship was taken to the fucking brink. To the (laughs) brink. To the brink. But we came back from that. That's right. So there's nothing that anyone else is going to throw at it. But I would say one thing. If we do Star Wars thing, I would insist on one fucking thing. I want 10 minutes to rant about Star Wars Episode I Racer, the game. (laughs) Because I
3: fucking love that game so much. I just got it. Really? I did. Yeah, on um, what system? I, on uh N64. So good, dude. I uh I got my uh my girlfriend's brother, whether he knows it or not, gave up his Nintendo 64
2: <laughs> in all <these> games.
3: <laughs> so, you've um, been appropriated. Listen, listen, Jim, um your mom gave it to me cuz she said you didn't want it. I don't know if you did or didn't, mm. but it's at the house. So, uh but there was Pod Racer. There was Bounty Hunter. Oh, okay. And there was uh, Shadows of the Empire. Oh, Shadows Shadows of the Empire. So we know he has good taste in games, right? Ben Hawk. Yeah. Yep. So, um, but that is that is now at my house. So, and that's a great game. Enjoy your love. Well, that is going to be so good.
0: It's it's one of the, there's only a few games in my life that I've ever bought multiple times across multiple systems, and Episode One is one of them. I have it for the 64. I bought it for the Dreamcast. I have it for the Nintendo Switch, and I have it for the Xbox One. And I know, yeah, it's a shitty racing game, but it's my fucking yeah. shitty racing game. <laughs> I don't like that game at all. You know what, Doc? I just don't. You know, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Good. Yes, you're already I am going to say it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you.
1: <laughs> you come from episode one. You come in my house. And not like Podracer. Bad Boys 2. <laughs> yeah, fuck <laughs> that movie. Don't you fuck that movie. <laughs> fuck, that that movie. Dude, don't you fuck
0: that movie.
2: Fuck that <laughs> movie. it.
1: Was not, a, was not
0: funny. funny. <laughs> I can't even put words. <laughs> you know what? I don't know what we were, this episode was on originally. <laughs> one hit wonders. You One hit wonders. <laughs> yeah. You know what's not a one hit wonders? The fucking Bad Boys series. Because Bad
1: Boys 2 was badass. Okay? It was Okay, it, it didn't suck. It was not as bad suck? as Bad Boys. 3. I enjoyed it. Thank you. I enjoyed Thank it. Thank You. I didn't dig the, the story. The subplots were weak as shit.
3: Well, yeah. Oh no. But but, wait a minute, wait but a minute. listen. But listen. Yeah, I said subplots in the no. Bad Boys film. Yes, you're talking about Michael Bay when he was given leash. To Michael Bay, and it's the so, only Michael Bay I'll tolerate is the Bad Boys, movie. but but you do you do see the law of diminishing returns from Bad Boys one to ultimately Bad Boys two, which is around the time Armageddon hit in, and then everything else just went on a steep fucking decline from yeah, there. Right? The
0: last movie I saw in the theater before COVID hit, Bad, was Boys, bad 3. Boys three, nice. We got I we did damage to a Buffalo Wild Wings oh, before yeah, Bad did. Boys movie. <laughs> we yeah, see, I felt bad for the waitress in the Buffalo Wild Wings. I uh, we went to there, and I went to the dude, snack bar at the rest of the day. I was like, you guys got beer? I was, like, I was, I was keeping a party going. Mm. I've
1: seen Bad Boys 2 once. And I was like, no, wants this shit again. Wow, Gabrielle Union, no. Yeah, well, I've Gabrielle seen another in other movies where she's better in them. No, it doesn't but matter. But more importantly, look, Bad Boys 1 is so good. It's so good. It's so
2: good.
0: It's so fucking it so good. good. It, like, it's so fucking yeah. good.
1: The second one just didn't even reach the levels of comedy, of comedy relatively believable action. You know what?
0: You know what I'm going to do when we put this episode out?
1: I'm going to put a One Hit Wonder slash
2: Bad Boys (laughs) boys (laughs) 2.
3: Well, so, you know, if you look at Bad Boys 2, Bad Boys 1 was a commercial and critical success. It was huge. So there were, but there were no expectations when that movie came out. Will Smith was not Will Smith yet. No. No, he was Barely be, he, was, he, was, he was, in terms of being a lead actor in, in action movies or anything, which, of course, was the thing of the time yeah. during the early to mid-90s, late, late 80s, 90s, early 90s. You know, who's going to be the next Arnold Schwarzenegger or Sylvester Stallone, Bruce Willis? You know, where we moving in that direction? Um, that movie was, I mean, at least from my perspective, had relative obscurity, but Bad Boys 2 did not. So, you know, the you don't know— release you do not know what kind of hands were in that movie that could have shaped it to be the way that it was. Yeah. So. Um, I, I got, I guess going to add into that, that
0: you didn't say the comedy there is, but that scene where Will Smith and Martin Lawrence intimidate Martin Lawrence's daughter's boyfriend mm-hmm. at the door. is fucking amazing.
1: That's like, funny.
0: It's amazing. And here's the thing though, too. I think, and I would not be remit. And it's just my perspective on it. Yeah. When bad boys one came out, Martin Lawrence was the bigger star than Will Smith. No, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, and like how fucking quick that turned going into the end of that decade. Independence Day happened. Mm, well, Independence Day was a year before. Still, still, yeah, and he what? Wild Wild West. I we think don't talk about that bullshit. No, but, no. but still, shitty movie. And I do love Kevin Klein. But I mean, that just it, no matter how shitty it was, it made money. It made a whole lot of money. Mm. And and it was. Isn't that the last time Drew Hill ever was together?
3: Was in that song and probably they one hit wonders. They were were they on the list of one hit wonders? But the lead singer for Drew Hill, but Cisco, Hill, however, Cisco is.
0: Which, and let's bring it back. Which, we hope you've enjoyed our <laughs> our sub episode on Bad Boys Two. <laughs>
3: Star Wars. I'm like fired boys up and, about it now. And now onto something completely different. How long? <laughs> <laughs> So in the number necessarily if you if you joined us for the last episode, I I brought up the idea of having a family feud style board up on the wall when we we're recording. Ding. And every single time in this episode where Noah has gotten a running start and ran towards her and just went, Fuck you. <laughs> I feel like I heard ding and just right up there, fuck you. I'm gonna just mouth a TV up. right here while we record.
0: <laughs> so I guess Let's kind of reel it in. Yeah, yeah. We
1: You way reel way it out. in.
0: I, I exist on the fucking fringe of this shit. I feel like in a way, I'm always thinking about both Star Wars and Bad Boys 2. I didn't realize that that was such a trigger point for me. We but, know now. And we know now. I feel like I'm going to tell strangers that. Hi, my name is Noah. By the way, Bad Boys 2 is fucking good. If you don't think so, fuck you. But... Let's kind of wrap up One Hit Wonders here with quick question.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Now, we haven't up. really done, talked it. We haven't about. even talked no, about it yet. By We're wrapping up, it's still going to be like 45
0: fucking minutes.
1: <laughs> like, I haven't <laughs> gone through any of my picks.
0: But what I'm going to say is I'm going to yeah. toss it over to you guys for saying, what's some
1: iconic One Hit Wonders? Well, now, so here's the thing. Right, originally, I like, the subject well, This is going to be a little tricky to kind of go through and figure out how we're we really going to talk about it. We've done a good job so far. But since yeah. you've given the actual definition, mm-hmm. well, that changed. Because I don't fucking know if half of these songs are actually one of wonders. Who gives a shit? That was an hour ago. The no. five people who listened. <laughs> <laughs> that was
0: an hour ago. It was. That was before it was. I looked dead in Thing, your eyes. and told you, fair. fuck you, for the first time ever. He's, he's bad still, it's, it's been...
1: It's been a it's week. Just bring it right back up again, <laughs> man. 20 years of friendship, And now it's all over.
2: I've never <laughs> it's, fucking bad at boys. It, it's over
3: a Martin Lawrence movie before. It's, <laughs> it started with the Sega Channel, and it's ending with Bad oh, Boys. It ends, that, with, it ends uh, with, that, with Bad Boys. That was
2: Strike 2.
3: I That's, can't believe you wouldn't fuck the Sega <laughs> Channel. It wanted you.
0: You, sw- <laughs> <laughs> you <said> No. <laughs> All oh, you oh had to God. do was come inside the second channel and would still be around. The
2: night and you didn't. Okay.
3: That's it. That's all he had to do. It just, just coming at once. <laughs> One time. That's all I would have needed. What could, was, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs>
1: Imagine returning an adapter
2: to TCU. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> I can explain. <laughs> I have my receipts. <laughs> oh <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> oh. Ha.
0: <laughs> ah, do they give out Pulitzer's for podcasts? I feel like that should would a fucking Pulitzer. I mean, or Pulitzer. Is it Pulitzer? Do they give out a Pulitzer for mispronouncing Pulitzer? They fucking should, and our podcast should fucking get it. Well, we hope you have enjoyed The Very Best of Nothing Good Volume 1. I'm sure one day, hopefully not too soon, there will be The Best of Nothing Good Volume 2, Volume 3, and then if I have my way, we'll skip Volume 4 and go straight to Volume 7. Anyway, tune in next week as we continue to bring you some fresh original content. Weeks after that, all bets are off. But we know that every week, you will find something for you to listen to, wherever podcasts are found, right here. (sighs) On
1: nothing good. Fuck you, Jones. Bad Boys 2 is fucking incredible, and soon you will fucking realize
0: it. I'll fucking show you.